Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffle. This is your favourite fact podcast. It's dead easy. We take facts, we do all the work for you, we find out whether they are worth sharing or if they deserve to be chucked into the bin of nonsense. My name's Dan, thank you for being there. Mark is also here. Hello. Connor is here as well. Hey, how we doing? This week we're embarking on a month of guests. Uh, We've grown tired of each other's company and we're kicking it off. Uh, with internet sensation, massive music star, Ty Verders on the show. What's good? How, How are you doing? doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing I, a, I feel a, you're amazing. bringing like a kind of chilled out energy to us, which we need. Mm, okay. I love that. I'm a big fan. Do you reckon this is going to stop all the bickering today? No. No, absolutely not. I well. feel like I want to I want to include myself in the bickering. Okay, good. Get involved. <laughs> Get involved. Mainly calling him an idiot. We've already started with a kind of bicker because we debated Crocs for about 10 minutes whilst we prepped the studio. So. <laughs> yeah, it's Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So just in case you're not aware, Ty kind of rose to fame in the last 18 months or so. He released Stuck in the Middle on TikTok. Uh, then you quit your job on TikTok. You're working at Verizon. It's got yeah. like a whole bunch of streams. Uh, and your new album is is coming out. TV, you're over here touring in the UK. Yep. Very excited to have you on. We've got Thai Facts. Oh, gosh. I'm so excited. Because we're a fact-based podcast. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I thought you could react to some of these facts and just see what's going my on. My right? favorite thing ever is to react. Here's my favorite. You, you used to eat three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day. I used to, man. I... <laughs> I mean, like I was I just turned vegan three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like one of the time that. okay. let me explain. Let me explain. There's not a lot of things you can eat right away when you're vegan (laughs) that are easy to make. All right. So one of the things that I can make super easily was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So, yeah. but like specifically three a day? Yeah, because I was trying to, I was trying to like get bigger. I was trying to be in the gym. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you thought would do it? Yeah, because it, it wasn't just three peanut butter jelly sandwiches a day. It was that on top of my regular meals. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, they, were they at set times? No, nah, it was just whenever I was like, okay, it's time to get big. All right, <laughs> okay. then I would. <laughs> I have, I've heard that. You know, have the you? top athletes, yeah. Okay. Just oh, jelly yeah. Sandwiches PB&J. Yeah. yeah, they're good to go. Yeah. What have you got? You can't touch your toes, Ty. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Yeah, you're like me, so I've got an arched spine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who said my spine was arched? <laughs> Mine is. I, oh, really? Yeah, okay. So, so when, when I bend over, my spine looks like a bridge. So Whoa. therefore, I can't touch my toes. Never have been able to, never will be I able to. I feel like, should we see it right now? I, yeah, I kind of want to see this, this bridge. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm happy to quickly show you. Let's just do it. <laughs> I'll be honest, weirdest start to the podcast ever. Wow, you know You what, genuinely, can you not get any lower than that's that? That's a bridge. That is it. For everyone yeah, who's listening, this is a real bridge. 
<laughs> I mean, that is pathetic. Yeah, the hamstrings are a bit sore. Off I'm, that. I'm just. I know we normally like dive into a swamp of nonsense. Should I try now? Yeah, I think I so. Like, okay. Yeah, I feel like Ty's got to try. I don't know if I can touch my toes. I haven't done yoga in like two weeks. Let's see. How tall are you? Six, seven? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. All right, you can. So that's right. That, that that that's nonsense. Yeah, so straight off. I did my facts then, because <laughs> yeah, Adam, producer Adam, you fired. I think we that's wrong. Yeah, I, I feel great about myself right now. That I just touched my toes. <laughs> See, we're actually just making dreams come true. Is it true that you've never written a song in the morning? No, man. I've, just I've not a morning it, person. N- not my morning. It might have been someone else's morning, but I, I yeah, I've written a song at like six a.m. before, but it was not when I, after I like woke up. You know. Uh, another good one. Ty thinks <laughs> the Kim Possible theme tune is the dopest theme song of all time. Oh man, it might be false because it's tied with the Danny Phantom theme song. Wait, but says, those two. Mm, so Danny two. Phantom comes in second place. Oh yeah, those, oh, exactly, exactly. So exactly. is that call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, if you want to get me, it's okay. See, the fact that he knows that. What I love, you haven't prepped that at all, have you? That's genuinely just come straight out <laughs> of your brain. <laughs> right, so. So that might be the greatest. You know, you've got those things that just go around and around your head. That mm-hmm. you kind of you you dredge up from the cave yeah. of your childhood. Mm. That is it. That is it for me. Uh, How did you just recite that so quickly? Because it it's because it's, always it's there. a it's a smash. Can I curse? You can. Yeah, of course you can. It's yeah. a fucking smash, yeah. dog. Tie facts done. Oh hell yeah. We, we're done. gonna we're gonna go done. around and we're gonna we're gonna share our facts. We've got a couple each and we'll decide whether they're incredible, whether they should be worth sharing, whether I'm you ready. can take them back to LA or whether they need to be chucked in the I'm bin of nonsense. So okay. Ready. Okay. Connor, you start. Lobsters mm-hmm. communicate by weeing on each other. Yeah. Immediately wow. tell me more. Well, it's like a drunken night, isn't it, really? Uh, <laughs> so lo- lobsters pee out of their faces, apparently. Whoa. So they have urine release nozzles right under their eyes. They urinate in each other's faces as a way of communicating, either when fighting or mating. So basically how I look at this is, you're fighting, do you reckon you wee loads? Like, back off, you know, loads of urine's coming out. Whereas if you're kind of, like, mating and you're into it, you just have a little drizzle. You know, you kind of seduce them with the drizzle of the urine. You have a lot of experience with these choices. Yeah, don't ask questions about this time. <laughs> no, it's, um, I mean, Donald, Donald Trump's always looked a bit like a lobster, isn't he? Like, skin tone-wise. <laughs> yeah, he's into his water sports as well, isn't right, he? Yeah. Um, <sighs> the more interesting thing is, why are they pissing out of their face? Because they're lobsters, and I think that's what they do. Um, they have it's urine science with Connor. Science with Connor, yeah, they're lobsters. This is what you expect. But they're, they're urine really just under the eyes, and then they also have like ones in one in the normal area. Wow. Yeah, but they have it under the eyes. But it can't be it can't be too good when you're chatting and you've got urine going in. The they eye. can urinate from two different places. I believe so. Yeah. Wow, we're behind. We're we need behind. To, we need so, another place. Ty, you are you're, you're new to this podcast. Mm. Um, What's your immediate reaction? That I mean, that's the type of facts that we we get away with. Wow. Well, <laughs> I feel like my facts. Let me look at mine again. I see. Let's see if mine look as good as that because that was a great one. Yeah. You see, this is what I do. You see, <laughs> we've gone through a lot of this of you two telling me I don't do enough. Uh, it's ha- First guest, he's happy with my. my uh, I was happy. I'm I'm happy with that. I didn't know that. Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you were to rate it out of ten, what are you saying? Oh, I think eight out of ten. Time to improve, but it's great. It's a great start. The good thing, the good thing with the that's animals. the highest mark you've ever got, isn't it, Connor? Is it the highest? Yeah. I mean, I need to be. I mean, and this is going all the way back to his school days as well. Eight out of ten. That's great <laughs> for you. I get marks on a weekly basis. Marks, man, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm running on marks. Well, I tell you what, g- give us your first one. All right, okay. This okay. is what this is what I was on the way over here. I was like, what really piqued my interest? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, th- I think we'll do two. So p- pick your best two and one. Okay, pick my one. best one. Okay, Barbie's real name is Barbara Millicent Ribera. Right. Whoa. 
Yeah. I I love the fact that they decided we're gonna make a do- we're gonna make a doll. We're gonna call it Barbie. But you know what? Needs a full name as well. Wait, I need to make sure that's the Robert. Doesn't seem right. That might have been an autocorrect thing. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, back when I mean, not now, but back in the day, Barbie was kind of seen as like the ideal housewife. Yeah. You know, she wasn't really standing up for what women are like now. And, yeah. But that's Barbara quite, uh, Millicent. Robert, sorry, no, autocorrect guys. That makes goes. way, way more sense. Ribera's way a bit more, more a bit more exotic. That's what I'm that. saying. Yeah. I was like, this is not the right Barbie that I'm thinking about. <laughs> I think, I think we just stick with Ribera. Yeah, we'll yeah, Ribera exactly. Better, yeah. I didn't know Barbie had a full name. I thought it was just well, Barbie. That's it. Who yeah. made that decision? I don't know. I think that someone who just wanted her to have a little bit more personality because now that I know that she has a full name she got more of a personality yeah the thing is you know that that will have been about a four hour marketing meeting to decide her name and no one knows it and no one pretty much ever will other than listening the to this podcast the thing that bothers me the most and we, we've had facts like this before why you're right why you know like we have why it's like wasn't there one about a Disney character once who had like a real name and they gave him like an occupation or something it's like there's just no need he's Donald Duck or whatever like, oh. we, don't need, we don't need background <laughs> They're just a per- they're just a character. I'm always very curious, Ty, about like American toys. We've got mm. quite a few listeners from the states, and and when you grew up, because we used to see adverts from the states, and mm. like the toys there would just look next level. You know, we get you'll get an action man. We're getting like action <laughs> uncle. It's kind, of, it's kind of that thing. Like, what yeah. toys were were you playing when you grew up? Um, well, what was like the must have. Must have. I remember Nerf guns. Nerf oh. guns were great. Also, Hulk hands. Remember those big green Hulk hands? Yeah, yeah. And when you punch, they make yeah, you smash. Yeah, exactly. Hulk hands was great. Yeah, I, I got in a lot of trouble. I mean, you can imagine me. Yeah, I can jump, imagine jump you. Yeah. Hulk hands. Oh, oh dude. Hulk hands were crazy. Connor's just punched another kid square in the face. <laughs> Hulk hands. And th- there's always something that you want when you're young that you can never have. Yeah. Mm. Now, as you're, you know, you're getting millions of views online, you're becoming quite successful. And uh, what's the, as an adult, what's the thing that you've gone, right, I need to get this? This is something I always wanted. Now I need to get it. You know what? I have the most boring answer, but I just didn't get anything. The, the one thing that I got that I spent a lot of money on was an actual place to live. Because <laughs> I didn't have one. I was living in a. I was living in an apartment with a. The fourth wall was a sheet, and oh, then wow. I was living there for like, ooh, like three or four years, right. and then after I. Because the rent was cheaper. It wasn't like it was a bad place, guys. It wasn't like I was like... Other than the sheet for a wall. Yeah, other than the sheet for the wall. Everything was great. I had a parking space. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But like, it was like, it it just needed to change. So when I got, you know, enough money, I would... I got an actual space for the fourth wall. He also lives in California, though, and that place is known to just be ridiculously expensive to live. Yeah, it is wild. So So basically, you go to Ty's crib, you got Nerf guns, Hulk hands, and no sheet as a wall. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Mark, give us your first fact of the podcast. Pope Francis, know him, yeah? Head of the Catholic yeah, Church. Head of the guy, yeah. Used to be a nightclub bouncer. Never. Is that Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Wow. When he was living in Argentina, he used to be a bouncer of a nightclub. I'm sorry. Man of the people. Man of the people. And I don't mean to slag off the Pope here, because that's not what we're here for, but if he told me I couldn't go into the club, I'm going into the club. I don't, I don't think he was wearing his... I don't think he was like an 80-year-old man wearing his... Well, that's the vision I've got. Yeah, but I say, you're just imagining him as an 80-year-old. <laughs> just there going, uh, no, you can't come in. I don't I don't quite... I, I think this is, you know, you're going back quite a few years here. You're going back to his 20s. I'm not thinking of a young pope. <laughs> but he's old. What were nightclubs now? like? I mean, South, South American nightclubs, I imagine. Argentinian nightclubs might have been a bit... 
dicey at the best of times. Mm. What were they like 50 years ago? Well, I mean, very well controlled because you had the Pope, the Pope looking after it. Right. Yeah. What's the most like crazy, glamorous, next level place you've ever clubbed? Oh, man. You know what? I am a boring place and it's just <laughs> the regular LA places. Like, like, oh, what is it? I've been to like Nightingale. Just every place that you would think that I'm supposed to be, I am not there. I'm in my house. <laughs> did, did you like notice it, it, when you was getting all of like the the views mm. and, and life was changing? Were you like, yeah, you know, you kind of you kind of go into a different category of like places to go? Or have you here's the thing very... that you guys are forgetting. I also am a coronavirus come up artist, so everybody every place was closed. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. So like things are just opening up right now. Is there a little? Like an album full of coronavirus come up artists, like these people that ma- made themselves. This yeah, is what I'm thinking yeah, a super group. Yeah, well, a su- that would be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> we could do like BTS or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Elton John, <laughs> is he cracking it out? El- El- Elton John's got an album out. I'm not convinced that he's a. Oh, I'm yeah. not convinced that Elton John counts as a come up COVID artist. He's been around for a few years. Well, I, I <laughs> just a few, just a few. I haven't heard it. I bet Elton John went to that club that the Pope was a bouncer on. Um, <laughs> he has got an album out. And it's it's annoyed me that it's called the lockdown sessions. Mm, well, I mean, eh, he can do whatever he wants at this point. Yeah, you're you're very reticent to slag off Elton John, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, well, Elton still might call my phone someday. So, <laughs> well, so your album is TV. Why is it called TV? Uh, because one, my name is Ty Verdes. Um, two, I was actually on reality TV. Three, um, because my album is basically a TV show. Each song is an episode starting from one to 13, ending with the song A-OK. Yeah. So if you start off, it's like me dropping out of college, going to the real world. And then like I find a girl, get stuck in the middle, think we would have some cute kids. We break up, feeling this bad, never felt so great. And then uh, A-OK. It's a whole thing, man. I'm got- fuming. <laughs> I didn't put your initials together and realize that's what it was. All right. <laughs> so you, you done reality TV too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Same. How um, was it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, oh, I Jesus went. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> oh wait, what happened? Yeah, young, free, and single. E four. I went on a date. What year? Uh, this would have been about five years ago. I wore for mine was four years ago. With like a cowboy hat. Oh um, wow! And I went on a date, and then she said that I wasn't a player and left. He won. He won his one. Oh. You, oh. you, you were on there for one sh- for one episode. Oh yeah, man, I was on like I fourteen was, episodes of TV. Like, like, <laughs> like, like there was people everywhere. Like genuinely, I was walking down the street and they were like, "I remember you." Who's the f- in the fedora? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they've heard this story a lot. <laughs> You, you just wait in a minute, he's going to drop in that he was in Harry Potter. Wait, it's just going to oh, keep coming. Wait, you never told me what scene you're in. Uh, I'm in, in the fourth one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. That, guys, guys, I'm new here. You have to, <laughs> I need the basic stories. You know what? I'm going to show you in a second. Whoa, so I need this. You know, it's, the, it's the background on his laptop. Oh. <laughs> right, so, you know the fourth one? Yep. As the... Um, as, as the Goblet girl, of Fire. Goblet of Fire. I'm in all the Great Hall scenes. Yep. You can see me in the actual film when the girls come in, when the bow batons come in. But the best place you can see me is in the deleted scenes. Wow. Can you hear the typing? <laughs> the typing's Furious typing. Right, hang on. He's, he's typing pretending it's not just there in his bookmark This bar. is me. You see that little chubby child? Okay, so let me get let me get your opinion. When you got sure. the actual cast and you woke up that day and you knew you were going to be in Harry Potter, because it was the fourth one. Yeah. You knew that it was going to be a worldwide smash. How excited were you? Yeah, really excited. So yeah. I would have been 12 at the time, so 13. So this is a big thing. Yeah. And uh, mm. by the way, this is our, just let me say, 
this is our month of like guests on the show. Mm-hmm. Like people have done stuff. Yeah. And I'm chatting about Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which I've been bringing this out for the last 15 years. So I'm very wow. excited about this. No, I'm, um, yeah, I was, I was very excited. It was a huge thing because, you know, I was at school and... Uh, like my classmates were like idolized the fact that I did that but bear in mind if you were British and you were at all doing theatre at that age there's a high chance you're in Harry Potter Harry Potter oh okay you don't want to go too much into it as well because you've done like two other little things after that and then took a break yeah just break busy yeah (laughs) I was busy I'm done right first fact of the show for me there is a headless chicken 70 years ago he, he was his head was cut off and he lived for another two years and toured around the toured around the states he was like a circus act because he was living without a head chicken with his head cut off running around chicken that's where the phrase comes but from say, yeah surely yeah but they never they don't live for two years when you they say die within a within a few hours the humans don't live till they're like 140 but there's one running around probably yeah but ty look, let me reiterate <laughs> this to you, you know? can we get tie back every week this yeah. is great this chicken you in your place. Have a head. Yeah. This chicken has no head. Some people don't got no arms and legs. This this I'm is really, brilliant I'm because really I'm seeing he's on, he's on Yeah, because I'm seeing Dan's brain work here where he's going, I can't fight against a guest. I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> say, say what you want. Come I on. want it all. I need to just ask you a question first. <laughs> Are you sure the chicken was living? Or, yeah. Or because if you cut a head off, sometimes the muscles and everything still move. Two years, For two years too long. Though. For Maybe some... he was strong. Maybe he was having peanut butter jelly sandwiches all his life. You don't know. <laughs> So the, the chicken was beheaded and then they realised that he was still alive. So they took him to go and get some tests on and the people there were amazed that this chicken was still alive. So they pretty much toured it. What they year is this? Uh, 1945. Yeah, it's not so And if you wanted it to be more American, uh, his <laughs> name, it was a farmer from Fruta, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Colorado like as a state? Um, I actually didn't go there on tour. But I have... Maybe been there skiing one time, so people ski. I can't imagine this chicken skiing with his head cut off. Oh, who knows? It's a medical marvel. <laughs> I've, I've I've seen some people skiing there, like in bathing suits and stuff like that. They probably look like chicken. They they, they that's a that's they, a California. They thing. ski on with bathing suits on. Yeah, because it, well, in California, that's what they do because it's warm there. And some you you can go to California right now, ski in the summertime or not summertime, but more like springtime and stuff like that. I've skied in a t-shirt. Yeah, I see. Look, <laughs> stop trying to derail this podcast from my fantastic <laughs> fact. His name is Lloyd Olson, and his wife was Clara. Clara, that's a fantastic farmer's wife's name. Oh, I thought you said no, true. true. Yeah, what, what was the chicken called? The, the great question, Mike. Mike the chicken. Mike the Mike the bird. Terrible name. Miracle Mike. Miracle Ooh, Mike. Ooh, Miracle Mike. I mean, makes that it makes better. it. Yeah, it better. but it's still it's a bad name for. Well, a chicken. what about Miracle Michael? And they had to feed it, so what, they had to how? drop liquid food into its esophagus through the, the, the cup. Surely though, if it has no brain, how does it live? This is the miracle. Now you're on Miracle board. Mike. Slagging me off earlier on, now you're coming up. I what? think they could have been, which is the worst thought of all time, but killing a chicken every single night and then having little spasms go off in front yeah, of the people. But that's my logical brain. My illogical brain says, oh, look at this magical chicken that they're bringing around. <laughs> it's true. I get, in the 40s, you probably get away with it a bit more. Yeah. It, it's, so, as I said, this fact, this, uh, this podcast, rather, is, is we decide whether they are worth sharing or, or utter bullshit. Ooh. Is this something when you're back in um, Nightingale in L.A., is this something that you'll be stopping people in, Joe? Uh, who's the most famous person you've yeah. ever... Yeah. Who, who's the most famous person you've ever kind of run into Ooh. in L.A.? I went to... You know who's really famous that I think is underratedly famous 
Is Adam Sandler really, really famous? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I sat next to him at a Lakers game one time. Yeah. yeah. So next time you're when you're, I was a kid, you're with Adam Sandler. <laughs> is this something know. that you would you would tell him? Uh, yeah. So it, we're walking a fine line. That's it's definitely on the, you know, how many people are on the football field? It's the twelfth man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? He always strikes me as he might be a bit grumpy, Adam Sandler. Like no, he was camera. so nice. Really? Yeah, yeah, he I'm was so happy. nice. He was like joking with me the entire time, which was crazy because I was a kid and I was like so scared. I was like, "This is the guy in the movies." Yeah, this is the guy who's just unlimitedly making films for Netflix right now. Yeah, dude, he's crazy. He's got a sweet old gig. Uh, second fact time, uh, Connor, you kicked us off to so go again. Uh, I actually got this fact because you were coming on. To the to the show. I wanted to get your take on you're, you're a musician. Okay. Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Yep. Is the catchiest song of all time. According to who? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some more facts. We have this thing here. Give where, us the background. Yeah, we have this thing here where like a lot of it comes to science or like a university study. University study happened. So according to a 2014 study by the University of Amsterdam and Manchester's Museum of Science and Industry, Wannabe is actually the catchiest song of all time. It's instantly recognisable with participants in the university's project identifying the track in just 2.29 seconds, partly due to Mel B's unforgettable laugh. Play the first, play it. Okay, right. So, hang on, so they... It's only 2.7, you can't get copyright for that. Yeah. Catchy is not memorable. Just because someone knows the intro doesn't mean it's a catchy song. Are we ready? Yeah, 2.7 seconds, go. Oh, that's why it's because they, she sings it in the first second. Well, no, because there's yo, actually, who else is There's that? actually some footsteps at the beginning, and if you listen very, very carefully, you can hear Victoria Beckham. Ready? It's Victoria Beckham. But also right. that, da-na, and then also another really catchy thing that has those pianos is da-na-na-na. what's that? What's Britney Spears song? Yeah, or oh, have you seen that playlist? Sorry, this is so random, but you guys are making me think about it. That playlist on spotify that's called the billions club where only songs with a billion streams can be on that wow. yeah the oh billions club yes we are getting it right now do you want a great billion fact by the way Ooh, give it to oh me. here we go this is the the best fact i've ever learned doing this podcast give it to me um right so people think that a million is a lot of money mm-hmm. and a billion is a lot of money yeah but they kind of don't get the difference yeah this is a sneaky fact this is how you work it out if i gave you a a pound, a dollar every day, mm-hmm. uh, every second, you would get a million dollars in 11 days. Mm-hmm. If I gave you a dollar every second, it would take you 30 years to get a billion. Yikes. Right. Well, your most streamed song, A-OK, mm-hmm. is about 116 million, because we looked before. Oh, so okay. You're on 116 million streams on that one track. Yes, that's a lot. But it goes to show, like, a billion, you're 900 million away. <laughs> yeah, those bill- the songs with a billion man are kind of crazy. You're talking about like "Shape of You" by Ed Sheeran. Uh, what's another one? "Sunflower" by Post Malone. Oh, also these are also songs that are. This is another fact. I don't know if this can count as my fact, but there's only 50 songs in the world that are certified diamond songs. And I think Bruno Mars has like three of them. Well, Post make, Malone has two diamond. of them. Uh, it's uh, I think it's like 10 million sold copies. There's 10 million equivalent copies now with streaming. Based on the fact that I said about Wannabe being the catchiest song. It's not even in there. What's your catchiest song of all time? Ooh, catchiest song of all time? Probably Thriller by Michael Jackson. Do you... Because you, you just know... And the only part about that is that they're doing dances. 
with that song. You know, you don't. That's like a double whammy, yeah. triple whammy because you had Michael Jackson with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with wannabe, like you, you can hear it, can't you? And you, you can figure out why it's catchy. The dan da 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 da. Yeah, I'll tell you. Here's mm-hmm. a story from A to B. You gotta get with me when you. Is it a story from A to Z? Spit in fire! You gotta listen carefully. First Kim Possible and now Wannabe. He's all on it today. Wait, 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 wait. Can you, how how far can you go in the lyrics? Let's go. I could, I could do that. Oh, shit. What can you beat? I can't. I can't. Um, Yeah, I can do it. What is the beat of it? I don't honestly want to be. I don't listen to want to be like that. What do you do in the shower? So here's the story from A to Z. You want to get with me? You got to listen carefully. We got M in the place you like in your face. You got do you like MC? You like it with the easy beat. She doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. Now you're sick. And slam your body down and wind it all around. Do we have to play? Do we have to pay money for that? Yeah. Zig zig. So no, I, I feel like that was far enough in the original. We're going to get away with it. It's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't get copyrighted for that. Monstrosity, <laughs> pitch perfect, pitch yeah, perfect. Yeah. So you can hear that. That like it's a banger mm-hmm. when you're writing music. Yeah. How much of it, uh, especially in the days where things are so shareable, mm-hmm. and f- yourself who you know made it on TikTok and by going viral. When you write music, how often do you think? Like, what's the hook? What's the banger ability of this track? Like, is this going to take off on TikTok? Has, has TikTok changed the way that you make music? Okay, so here's the thing that I think a lot of people are going to change. Like, maybe I don't, I don't really care how a lot of people think about my music in general. I'm just making music that feels good to me. I obviously have like courses in my songs and stuff like that. Pointing to like AOK is like, live it in this big blue world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but... I don't make it to be like, is this the catchiest? It's just like, does this feel good when I sing it? Yeah. Okay, then that's, we're going to make it, you know? I've only had experience writing, you know, a hit one time. Like, or well, I guess two times. I have like two gold mm. records right now. Um, but, you know, there are some people with a lot. And I don't know if there's a science or maybe I'll learn more, but I feel like the way that you can make good songs is just making sure that you feel good every second of the way that's how both of those were made with tiktok and you know it's oh and to it's, answer your t- answer your question yeah. i don't think i i literally think about um my making the song and then how i think about it is i, I t- switch that flip off and then i think about how to promote the song afterwards and then i'm just really good at promoting it, and that's why people think there's tiktok songs do you, do you think it might change though because the way that people are on tiktok you're scan 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 yeah. you need something that's going to straight away come in and go bam this is me i want it now mm, i think that the thing that's going to change is people's perception of music like when you think about kid cuddy or when you think about like i don't know um asher roth you don't think about it, that as like soundcloud music you think about it as just music yeah. or like when you think about um DJ Khaled, he's not DJ Khaled from Snapchat. He's just DJ Khaled. It's soon. It's not gonna. Or Sean Mendes was on Vine singing, but it's yeah. not Sean Mendes from Vine. It's literally gonna be in a couple of years. It's Ty Verde. It's just not Ty Verde from TikTok. Just because that's how social media works. Yeah. It's not because I'm saying that I'm bigger than the platform. It's just like that's how social media works. When you do your thing, people realize that social media is just news and not a th- and not a fad. Yeah. So it just becomes a part of um, society. And right now, people are still kind of in the fad version of TikTok but it's not it's 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 been here for like two or three years no yeah. I know yeah I guess it's uh, like this side of the pond and are you just trying to get tips right now because it really does sound like you've got maybe some lyrics at home and you kind of like what do, I do? <laughs> do, we like, do we have like a 10 second intro are we going straight in mm. did you not hear me rap just oh. now oh yeah of course Forgot I will that. say this I will say this I do try to make songs that like 
are interesting. Like when I wrote the first song, the first part of like, you're a player, aren't you? And I bet you got hoes. I did know that was something that had never been said in, in the beginning of the song before. So I was like, oh, this is great. Let's start it off strong. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You can't really start off with like, oh, my love hurts and your love doesn't. Or something like that. That doesn't really catch you. If you're Justin Bieber, maybe you can do it, but uh, not I everyone else. I think that one could work, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but Wannabe, not a banger for you. It, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said that. I just don't <laughs> listen to it. I don't listen. I can't listen to every single banger ever. No, Maybe I should throw it in the rotation. I was listening to Queen on these plane rides, and I don't know why, but it just is. Bicycle yeah. is so creative and like about like the human experience too. Like yeah, it's, and it's also because it it was so like new after the start of like new popular music. Yeah, I often think that. But have you heard of this band called the Beatles, right? They're a big thing. <laughs> I often think that with the Beatles, it, the, they kind of, in, you know, they did what a lot of people were doing beforehand with rockabilly stuff. Mm-hmm. But then through the 60s, they did so much that had never been done before. Yeah. That is next level. That's what I can't get my head around. I'm going to because I'm going to do TikTok and become like. You're going you're gonna to leave us <laughs> and become a big star. That would probably be the worst thing in the world, wouldn't it? What? I think it'd be the best. Ben Simpson speaking oh. miles and things like I mean, I mean, I would watch it, but probably not for the music talent, just for the comedy value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be the one TikTok, just me doing Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Hello, and welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order? Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. Well, this will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything to A2Z, it's the number two, A2Z of men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2Z of men. So join us each Wednesday as we create the A to Z of men. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ty, what's, your, what's another fact for us? Have you got one? Competitive art used to be an event in the Olympics. I mean, I'm a big fan of stuff like that that used to be in it. I would be so, bottom of the list. Painting. Yeah, painting. Competitive art. Competitive art. I don't necessarily know what that means because I was just looking at up fun facts, but I was like, damn. That I, seems like a cool fact, but I think it's so subjective that you can't really... This may be just because I'm watching a lot of Squid Game at the minute. But, but part of me says, when you say competitive art, is that a case of any... No rules. Just absolutely no rules go whatsoever. Just whoever gets the best painting done in an hour. Ooh, that's actually kind of cool. I'm, I'm like that, I would, I would time, watch. Timed art, like any sort of medium, clay, paint, I don't know what else you do. But <laughs> yeah, meet a song maybe, I don't even know. But that'd be cool to like see which one has the best. I'm seeing it more in like clay work. You know, maybe you mm. have a sculpture in the middle. You have to recreate that in a certain time. Kind of like a sand castle building competition. Yeah, because like saying like... <gasps> that, the, that should be in the Olympics. That should be in the Olympics. Sand castle mm. building. The best picture painted. It's like, how do you kind of best... That's what know, I'm saying. It's objective, yeah. man. What's when you look at the mm. paint and the, and the artwork out there, you're paying like a thousand pounds. People are literally just throwing paint at a canvas and people are paying money for that. Now. Have you seen those TikTok videos of people spinning the... The buckets. Yes. Yeah. Great. Amazing. I have not. What is this? So people put down like a black canvas on the floor mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then they'll get like a bucket. They'll pierce a hole in the bottom of the bucket. It will have like string. And then they kind of, there's a lot more, I think, science to the motion that's created and it kind of just moves around. And as it touches the canvas, it creates a line. But it is very, I feel like I fall asleep to that a little bit. I feel like I do enter a zone sometimes when I'm watching those TikToks. Where I'm like, I think I fall asleep watching TikTok a lot more yeah. than I should in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know what they'd. Like, what would you score it on? Like, what what would make one? Art I think it's as close. I would I would say based on competitive art, how I see it. Say you get like a vase that's been made. You get to I don't know. Have a look at the vase. Work out the the dimensions to it. It gets put in the middle. You then have okay. to remake that. That's copying. That's, that's not art. That's copying. Yeah, how else true. Do you do competitive art. Well, th- this is what I'm saying. Like, what make like as you were saying, Ty? It's quite subjective. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Like these. Ancient Greeks hmm. back in, you know, wearing nothing as they always did, kind of deciding what a painting was better than another. I feel like sculptures, like if you're making a sculpture, I think I can pick a sculpture that is better than another sculpture. But they all look the same. But it's just, a, th- it's just a naked dude with a thing. Let me look at a couple sculptures right now and then let's see which one we like the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, let me see. Okay, sculpture. Guys, I didn't go to school, so I don't know if I can. All right, okay. Let's. This is the first. I'm going to show you two sculptures, guys, and you tell me which one you like the best. Okay. All right. This sculpture. Wait, let me turn my brightness. All right. This one. So, so this is a sculpture of what looks like a baby with a massive head. Exactly. It baby with a very head. angry person. Yeah. All right. Or this sculpture. That that looks like something one with an. That looks like the dad of the one before. <laughs> yeah. So which one, so you have to vote right now. Which one do you like? Well, yeah, first one. I'm first one. I prefer the second one. See, this is the issue. It's very subjective. I think I prefer the second one too. This is a boxing glove as a head. I don't know if you knew. I looked at it more. They remind me. This, these sculptures remind me of this thing that's coming. I don't know if you've seen it, but have you? The hype beast. They're like these little sculpture things that people are buying, and they've got like all designs all the around. The NFT them. stuff or no? Yeah, I think it might be. But they're like little pe. They're like oh. and all the hype beasts have them. Like the people that collect like supreme. Oh, pack. oh yeah, the little action figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And mm. people are spending thousands. Like you are talking tens of yeah. thousands of pounds on these little things. They're coming like glass containers, and yeah. 
I reckon they're made in competitive art. So <laughs> I guess I guess the thing is, it's it's not too different from like synchronized swimming or diving or something. Obviously, there's technical aspects to that as well, but that's subjective as well, isn't it? Do you know what's, I don't know why, but as you said that, the picture of you doing synchronized diving and I mean, um, if you want to keep picturing me and speedos, mate, then feel free. But I'll be honest, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Has there ever been a famous ginger Olympian? <laughs> yeah, Greg Ru- Greg great. Rutherford. He won the. Uh, that is a quick. Answer. I had no answer. Well, you had the answer. I, 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 every morning I get up and immediately recite all famous ginger yeah, people. Yeah. Wow. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> just in case I go. Also, just makes you feel better about the day. It's just like ginger people can make it too. <laughs> it's, you know, at school, whatever, Americans have to do the Pledge of Allegiance on occasion. Mm-hmm. It's the ginger thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the only reason we have the orange border going around here, oh just to make me feel gosh. at home. That's it. Pledge of allegiance. I have another Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the band of Mr. Schneebly. Yeah. Where is that from? Oh my God, I watched that on the plane too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Take, take your hand, place it on the chest. Have you listened to that final song? It's incredible. The songwriting yeah. is new, so new, good. New, 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 new. Fantastic. I saw it at the theater about a month ago. Wow. Yeah, it's very good. Baby, we were making I mean, straight baby. A's. Yeah. Could oh. be the catchy song all the time. Could be. What's so far, we've got Wannabe, Thriller, School of Rock and Kim Possible theme tune. I was about to all say, you all in for the running. In all in for the running. Wait, what is over here? What is your favorite theme song? Cartoon theme song? Uh, for me, probably SpongeBob. Okay, SpongeBob is good. Mm, that abs- and it's the guy at the end. I bet you that's even catchier than Wannabe because that. What's the first thing he says? He like screams. <gasps> yeah, exactly. That immediately you know what that is. I uh, mine's not a, th- a cartoon, but the Saved by the Bell. Oh. When I wake up in the morning and alarm gives that a warning. Great. No. I like SpongeBob better than Saint but that's still good. That's a still good one. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna get the consolation prize. Oh, well, I, that's good. I really enjoy, it. and this is a very British reference, guys. Mm. So you won't get it. The One Show theme tune, because what mm. they've clearly done, they've gone. What's the song called? Sorry, what's the show called? The One Show. How should we make the theme tune? Let's just yell the word One uh, on repeat. One. One. That's, what? that's basically the theme tune. To, just people to. yelling. Well, it'd, be, it'd be like you walking out on stage and you just tie, tie, appear and it's like you're right. Hi. Well, I guess a lot of artists do that with their album names. They just name it after their own name. I guess I did that with TV. Montero. Montero. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to quickly before we get onto the next fact. I wanted to ask you about your inspirations with music. Oh, okay. Because I was saying to the guys before, you really remind me of Kyle. Ooh, interesting. Kyle. Yeah. Did you listen to him? Did he kind of like? I feel like you got similar mm. vibes. Kind of that really upbeat, fun feel good kind of stuff as well. well to be honest here's the thing a lot of people think i'm like this like a beat dr phil i think i make music that makes me feel good and then i just put it out there um i listen to kyle but i don't really like reference him as like a um, inspiration i think i like like kanye and chance the rapper and like i listen to like andre 3000 i also listen to like Shrek the Musical. Yeah, I know. Shrek the Musical is a great. Have you guys seen Shrek the Musical? Uh, no, I've not seen it. No. Oh my but gosh. I, is is, so is it? Good. I'm a believer. A lot of I'm a believer action. A lot of Smash Mouth All Star. Mm, not as much as you think. They got some other originals in there that you got to listen to. <laughs> but there is there. That's yeah. in there. Um, and then also like I just like listen to weird sh- like. Dude, one of my favorite things to do was get on a plane when I was younger and listen to the United Airlines theme song, which is a, a Deb. What is it? It's Debussy. Wow, gosh, I should know what this is. Rhapsody in Blue, that's what it's called. If we're talking... Very quickly, one of the most catchy things I've ever seen, also to do with airlines, it was the Virgin Airways safety video written and performed by Todrick Hall. I promise you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've never seen it, 
listening now, it's, I mean, it's seven years old now, but it is incredible. So it's the whole safety video, you know, clip in, here's yeah. what you do with that. Here's what you do if we crash. Wow. And it's, he sings it and performs it. It is next level. I've seen it. One of my friends went on tour with him as a dancer. I'm so Not many jealous. people can say that. No, yeah. no, no, no. Right, let's, um, uh, my computer's running out of battery. Uh, so I'm going to do this one just because it'll die. <laughs> do you remember, Ty, I don't know, how old are you? 25. Yeah, so you might remember, I'm not sure. Do you remember the Lion King game on the Sega? No, the I don't know. That's didn't. okay. This, I mean, we just referenced the one show, so you're not going to be <laughs> completely across our cultural references. Did you play? Uh, yeah. Did you play the Lion King game? Well, basically, it was made deliberately on... Like, it's famous that it was so hard. Famous that it was mm. the most difficult video game ever. One of these really old-school platformers you'd be Simba trying to leap over the Warhogs. Notoriously difficult. Only a few years ago, when it's over 20 years old, the developers came out and said they made it to be the most impossible game that you could ever play, just so you'd have to re-rent it at Blockbuster. Oh. Oh. Do you remember those days when you had to rent games from Blockbuster? I really like that. That is, that is ridiculously clever at the same time as being... Totally annoying. The, you, you, Blockbuster was big in the. It was big in the. I'm right in telling you, it was in the US, isn't it? Oh, the fight. The final Blockbuster is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Still, there, there is still one in the US. Yeah, yeah, there's the last bus Blockbuster in the US. Yeah, so they created a game that was impossible, so that you kept going back and re-renting it at Blockbuster to get more money. It's clever. Yeah, genius. Mm. Yeah, it's business mindset. Yeah, I love that. And they have. They've had games to are, recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they had to apologize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I why did they apologize? I liked it when games were a little bit harder. Now they're too easy. Too easy. Is that the hardest game that I played? Genuinely, in the last like maybe five years, was it like Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch? Is so hard. That's one of the game. That Mario Galaxy game is hard. Yeah, hard game. Like, like Mario was for kids, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, well, then again, I'm probably not the best person to compare whether it should be for children or adults. But (laughs) hard game. One game I could never complete was called. Hydro Thunder. It was that boat game. You know, it's it's at every arcade and, you, and you're driving a boat. It's a boat racing game. And it's a guy, Hydro Thunder. We do have them. We have them over here. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's like, you know when you go to an arcade and you yeah, see yeah, yeah. Share, it's the same thing, but boats. Yeah. Nice. That was all. I could never win. I never won that game. Yeah, I, I don't think you ever win those games anyway, because they're definitely rigged to not win, because then you get the tokens to go yeah. and get stuff from the gift shop. So you always lose. I, I think I've probably won. I've probably completed about two games in my life. I'm very like mm. very short attention span. Yeah. You know, it gets that one tricky bit, and it's like, nah, Lara Croft can do one today. Oh yeah, what are games that you guys have completed all the way? She cannot do one in my world. Uh, <laughs> I, I think like the GTAs, GTA Five. I completed that. That's the newer mm. one. You completed GTA Five. Can you complete GTA Five? Yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 a lot of hours. That's a big big game. The big, story. Big game. Yeah. yeah, the story. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. I haven't done that. But, but this is the problem now because you don't just complete the story. You have to do all the other stuff. But I say this is the thing. It's like I will complete it to the point of I'll follow the story through, and then I'll be like, "You've done fifty percent of everything. Go and do the." I'm like, "No, no, next game. Bored what of you did now." I, fin- I don't even know what I finished. Oh, Infamous was a ah. great game. Mm. Do you know what Infamous? The Lightning guy. Yeah. Cole, Cole McGrath, yeah. man, he's great. I played Infamous, completed that, and I completed Infamous 2. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, Assassin's Creed. I did the first like couple of completed Assassin's Creed's good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're rambling down a, a, a rabbit hole of games. <laughs> <laughs> Last fact of the show goes to Mark. What you got? 
Got another music one, just because Ty mm. is here. Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. It's mm. just a random list of words, right? Just, just Can you just recite the track a little bit for people, just in case they haven't heard it? <laughs> there we go, Dan's in on it again. Marilyn Monroe. The only lyric ever anyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're not just random words. He recites two things from every year, from the year of his birth, 1949, through to the year it came out, 1989. That's so there's 50 years worth of historical references and it goes through in chronological order wow as a songwriter do you, do you respect that or is it a bit lazy beautiful yeah, yeah. it's beautiful because you're making them all rhyme you're making them all interesting also that's one of the we go yeah no there's it, it's an artist I think um, Ian Brown who was in the Stone Roses yeah you know, the Stone mm. Roses very British band mm. and he made a track where the track name was spelt along the beginning letter of every single line throughout it and it repeated so say the word. Say that. Say the song was called "Fun." F was the beginning of that line. U N F again. U N. It was all made like that. Incredible. Wow. Also, and fun's a great band. Oh, Coldplay. <laughs> this will blow your mind. You know Coldplay. Yeah, of course. The track "Fix You," I believe. The yeah. video. He learned the track backwards because in the video he is in rewind. So he learned how to sing the song in rewind oh. so that his mouth is going forward as his body's going backwards in the video. I need to do that for one of my music videos. I yeah. love doing music videos. That's effort though, isn't it? Right? Oh, it it's is. a lot of effort, that. Yeah. Relearning the track backwards. Mm. Ty, what's going on? So you're over here. I mean, this will be released in a, in a week or so's time, so you might be out of the country. But what's happening next? What's going on for you? Well, I'm basically my first show that is a headline show is here in London, which is crazy. I, I, who does that is amazing. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, just knocking out a lot of firsts out. Um, and my headline tour goes through no, throughout November. I'm going to the U S for the rest of it. Um, and then I'm actually releasing today release dates for my second headline tour in 2022. Um, and that's going to be a uh, U.S. and I don't know where else it is, but mostly U S tour uh, in 2022. And that's, and then the album's going to be out. Another album's going to be out in like April, May-ish. So I'm nice. excited for that. So uh, we will share all those details. We've got a, a good amount of Oh, American I'm records. so dumb. And then I have a song called Let's Go to Hell coming out November 2nd. There you go. This will, I think this will be this will be around then. Uh, we have a good amount of American listeners. So hopefully uh, they listen and then listen to you. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. That's the end of another episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, lobsters piss through their face. Uh, Ty is a liar because he can touch his toes. I can. And SpongeBob is an absolute bop. Go and listen to it. And Crazy. check out Ty's brand new album, uh, which is his initial, who'd have thought. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye, Connor. See you later. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Ty. I'll see you. And thanks so much for coming in, Ty. Episode one of the Guest Fest is done. We'll see you soon. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.